The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Today we have Melissa Coulier joining us on My Story Living with Lupus to tell her story and her journey about living with this chronic illness. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Susan, it's my pleasure and thank you for having me and giving me this platform to to share. Melissa, can you tell the listening audience a little about yourself? Yes, I um, grew up in Livingston, Montana, small town, um, and worked my way up through um, through the industry. And now am an editorial and advertising photographer. I. Uh, was diagnosed with lupus in 2006 and have been navigating and um, how to deal with it in, you know, a, a healthy, effective way. Um, and that's kind of, you know, um, a little bit about the history of it. I was originally feeling a lot of pain as a young child and then through college and through constant doctor visits, really never found a diagnosis until um, in 2006, I was driving um, to work and I just like everything went dark and I blacked out for a minute and I came to and I realized, oh my gosh, I blacked out. I'm in the other lane while I'm driving. I pull over and I, you know, immediately get sick and um, I called a friend to take me to the emergency room and after many tests and, you know, a week later they realized that it was actually lupus, that I had a blood clot that had hit the oracle in my brain and they discovered the reason why, you know, I was having so much pain was lupus when they originally thought it could be, um, early onset rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, wow. We... You and I share a similar story. Um, I've been dealing with the symptoms ever since a child and was diagnosed in 2004, and um, I'm 60 now, but um, very similar. How did your family deal with the information of um, you having lupus? Well, at that time, as you know, things, it 
it, it wasn't as known as it is today in the sense of, you know, different ways of managing and dealing. It's such a, a personalized journey because no two cases are the same. So I think they were a little scared or unsure just because there was there was no reported way of, you know, it, there's no cure to lupus. It's something that you obtain and you can, there are different ways that you can find benefits in the way that you manage it. However, there's no real, you know, solution necessarily. And so I think at that time it was navigating unknown emotions of, is this serious? Is this not so serious? There's so many levels and layers to each individual's case with lupus. So I think, you know, trying to get a handle on, is this going to affect your organs? Is this going to shut down your body? Or is this something that you're going to be able to manage? How did you manage um, yourself when you heard the doctor say, Melissa, you have lupus. What was going through your mind when you were given that diagnosis? Yeah, to be honest, I wasn't aware of what lupus was. So I immediately went to the internet and went down the rabbit hole like we all do when we're, you know, given a diagnosis. And I read just the worst horror stories. And then I also read a few inspiring things and I just got myself into a into a lupus like chat room at the time of with like a blog and just tried to navigate and read other individuals stories so that I could see what is relatable to me what do I have in common with certain individuals and then my mom of course went out and purchased every book on lupus and sent them to me and I began to read and educate myself on what this disease actually does. So it was not um, a family history of lupus. No one in your family had lupus. I do. Yes, I did. But I wasn't aware of it. So it was my mom's first cousin has lupus and very debilitating. Um you know, not able to get out of bed most days, which is something that I was experiencing, but I thought I was way too young to experience it. And um, I never made a connection because it, you know, I had just been, arthritis runs in my family as well. So I just assumed it was just terrible arthritis, and you know. So, um, and then she actually had it so bad that she did, blood transfusions where you're given foreign blood cells to mix in so that your body starts to fight those foreign cells rather than itself. And um, she has had that treatment now a couple times. And thankfully, I've never had that extreme treatment um, because I started doing other things at a very, you know, pretty, pretty early on when I was diagnosed. What were the things that you were using to control the symptoms of your lupus? Yeah, so, I mean, it's been definitely a long journey there because no no two people are the same. 
in the sense of how what their symptoms are and how their body reacts. I started on the you know cocktail of medication that the doctors prescribed, and my system just you know pretty much refused all all medication in the sense of I just didn't like how I was feeling like when I was on the steroid packs when I'd have flare-ups you know I would become mm-hmm. depressed and short and irritable and I knew that in order to be who I know that I am without medication I needed to seek maybe more holistic route and so I started working with my friend, who is a nutritionist, um, Melanie Samuels, and her and I just tried doing like certain eliminations and really figuring out how to um, how to control the flare-up within a life within the lifestyle of mindfulness, wellness, exercise, um, and how I've been able to to really take control of my own body has been, you know, I, as silly as it sounds like I'll talk to my body sometimes if it's like sore or not doing well. I'm like, come on, you got to move. You got to like, you, you know, right. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced that. If you like, you know, talking to it and making yourself move and making yourself get up and, and continue to, to kind of push through the pain and then also I do hot and cold treatments of um certain elements from the Wim Hof method and that's where you you know put your body into extreme colds and extreme heat Mm -hmm. um as treatment and then and that's actually helped a lot with my inflammation in general and just becoming a more like mindful individual about my relationships about my work how am I going to keep my body from being in a stressful, panicked state, right? Mm-hmm. And how to hone in and control each of those situations so that my mind and body can stay calm. And I also do exercise for my lupus specifically because if I work out too hard or too extreme, obviously that inflames my system and body and can you know start the shutdown process so um those are a few of the ways that I that are that really work for me so basically from listening to you you took a holistic approach to controlling your symptoms of lupus yeah Yeah. go ahead oh and I just with what I fuel my body with you know I I am a big booty I love to eat I used to love to drink and you know I cut out alcohol I cut out sugar and certain things that I noticed right away that were making my body ache less and um it was just a huge huge difference by how I fuel my body and I don't like to like label it with a diet because I Think of it more of like a lifestyle now and how it's just a way of living so that I feel the best that I can mm-hmm. um, in order to be able to do the things that I love. Because I don't, 
I don't want to sacrifice not being able to go on a hike um, or go out and kayak in the morning or whatever that that looks like. Uh, have you, um, on your journey to um, a holistic lifestyle, have you ever had difficulties with your gastrointestinal system? Has lupus... Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Um, and that's just, uh, again, adjusting with with food that, you know, heals and protects your, you know, gut mm-hmm. health and the digestion system. And Tell us um, about your lifestyle wellness brand, M&M. Yeah, so I started Bell and Mel with my nutritionist, who I just told you a little bit about, Melanie Samuels. Her and I, um, through the work that we did together, and just really focusing on how we can present a different approach to wellness. On it's a road trip, and so completely individualized. The no true journeys look the same. We want to you know, expose how to to do that for you by listening and being really in tune with your own body. And if a certain, you know, movement isn't, your body's not reacting to that movement, that's okay. That movement's not for you. Maybe you should be doing something else or the same way with food. You know, some people are more sensitive to dairy and less sensitive to sugar, and then the next person is more sensitive to sugar and not dairy. It's like we just want to bring awareness and listening to that body and really pushing through the fact that this is a road trip to wellness. It's not. It's it's okay that this may take time and years to get your system and your body in the place that you feel your best. And. In the- in this very like sprint fast world that we live in, right? We want to really just reconnect with individuals. This is it's it's a long game. Will you also be offering items to be purchased, um, so consumers can um, purchase certain items from you? Yeah. So we actually. Um, we just wrote and completed um, a book, and so it really holds all of our um, our inspiration, our tips and tricks, and our suggestions on how to live the best wellness life for yourself. And that is in in the pre stages of of reaching the shelves. So. Um, and then we also will be providing um, different wellness products in the future. They're all still in development at the moment, but we, you know, are going to be thrilled to be able to share those someday soon. And we, if you go to Mel and Mel Co, you can kind of like keep keep up to date on all things that we are doing and 
and have going on in order to help, you know, encourage you and be your cheerleaders during this, like, you know, wellness path that, sh- that each individual is on. What would, would be your advice to an individual who has been newly diagnosed with this chronic illness? What is the best advice that you could give them? First, I guess the first thing is just breathe because it's it it does send you into a little bit of an anxiety panic um, because it is so unknown. And then just patience. Um, you know, I'm finally just since 2006. And now here we are, 2021. It may seem like a very daunting amount of years that I've been diagnosed and dealing with it. But all the steps have led me to this area where it, things are actually working and my body is actually feeling good. And it's a long, it can be a long road. So my, my advice is really just be patient and try to be as in tune with your body as you can. And if, if someone's advice, another patient who has been, di- been diagnosed is has advice for you and it's not working for you that's okay to like move on to the next thing because it is so individualized like just having patience and really being in tune to your own to your own body i know that you're you have a busy schedule and Uh i and i would just like to thank you once again for being on this podcast to tell your story about your journey of living with lupus. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time as well. And I just appreciate what you're doing and allowing this, you know, you're using your platform and and voice to share other people's journeys. So thank you. Melissa, stay on the line. Okay. Okay. I want you to tune in Friday and I'll give you an update on what's next for me as far as procedures go. Also, I would like to thank Melissa Coulier for coming on and sharing her story about her journey of living with lupus. What do you give thanks for today? Well, I'm going to tell you what I give thanks for today. Today, I give thanks to everyone who has been a part of my life's journey. I also give thanks to my listening audience for tuning in and learning more about lupus and how it affects each and every one 
differently. You know, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I'm Susan Hendricks, your host for my story, Living with Lupus Podcast. I'll see you Friday.